I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> hello, hey hello, good evening, and What's welcome to up? <laughs> welcome to AfterBuzz's after show for Netflix's Midnight Gospel. Gospel. I was about to say so, 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 Midnight Gospel. Yes, sir. Uh, I am your host, Cody Epperson, and I am joined with the marvelous Kitty Kaboom. As are you, my darling. How are you? <laughs> I'm well, I'm well. I've been seeing a lot of you lately, girl. I, I was just it. about to say, Cody, is this like our third show together and within our, like a week? Um, mm-hmm, seriously. We are is. just eating them up and knocking them down. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. And I'm into it. You're good. You're good energy to have on the panel. Thank you, babe. As are you. <laughs> Always very even keel. Got a great smile on your face and very informed. I like it. Uh, thanks, mama. <laughs> um, so here we are. We got um, Midnight Gospel. It's yeah. um, it's a trip to say the least. What are your overall thoughts on it? Um, yeah, that is a word that I would definitely use to describe. <laughs> it's very trippy. Um, I'm glad I am not into like drugs that make you see things and hallucinations uh-huh. because if that were my bag and I watched this, I think I might be in trouble. Like it literally is an acid trip visually. Yes. You know what I mean? No matter, even when there are moments of like, shall I say clarity or like, yeah. you know, everything being relative, even in those moments, there's so much like ooey gooey coming out of this, going back into that, morphing into this. And here's a big baby that's eating the whole White House. Like, okay, this is a lot. As a matter of fact, there was mm-hmm. one part, there was one point during the first show that I was like paying attention so hard to like try to co- coagulate. That's not the word, co, try to marry the two. That I was uh-huh. like, wait, this is just too, I have to like separate them in my mind almost. Like I can watch for that value, but it's not that intriguing to me. So I almost thought like, maybe if I just close my eyes and like just hear what they have to say, because I felt like I wasn't getting all the knowledge because there's tons of it being given. Yeah. If I watched the show, like somehow I would be distracted. So I was like, I know what I'll do. I'll just close my eyes. And I was like, wait, I kind of need to know what they've been through too, though. So that didn't work. Yeah, it's um, it's so interesting because it's like what they're. Well, so let me just start like from my perspective. It like yeah. I was like I was like I don't know what I'm getting into. I know it's gonna be a nutty show, and so I was like, okay, I'm gonna take notes. Like maybe it's there's a linear plot, maybe there's not. So I was trying to just like keep up with what was happening, right? And it was just so crazy. And so I was like, okay, he's going into like this multiverse. Okay, now there's like it's like this weird magic thing. Now he has like a bag and this dog that can like absorb all these items. And he's right. talking to the president and there's a zombie. So I was trying to like really keep up with the facts. Yeah. And in the end of it, it's like, all right, guys, this is my part. Like, it's like a part, he's just, it's like a, what did he call it? Like an outer space video cast He's us. Something. Isn't he it's, us? He's a host. He he's goes a host. and does, he, hosts, he interviews. He hosts his own like podcast, I guess, if there yeah. was an equivalent. Yeah, it's like a podcast sitch, but obviously in a multi-universe. In a, yeah, in a different, that, definitely yeah, different, different scenario, but Exactly. But that's what he does. He podcast. interviews people. He's just got his little make-do mic or not, you know, and he asks a whole bunch of questions. Maybe there's, like, some internal mic that's just, like, implanted in him. Because I don't ever see him well, pull no, out of physical anything. He doesn't. There's little things that fall, that fly around and follow him. The drones? There's little drones. When got I first, you. It, see, in, so we're doing episode one and two today, y'all. And yes. so in episode one, we saw, I saw them, and I thought, oh, it's because he's talking to the president. 
But then in right. episode two, he, when he was talking to like the the deer dog, whatever that was, the dog that's a deer. He's right. like, he was like, oh, hold on, let me get set up. And they like pop out of his little bag. And I was like, oh, he has his own equipment. Like he's I up, love it. I promise you, I like, did not notice that. Good on his own grind, like he's doing it. <laughs> exactly. And he's basically, I mean, essentially he's a podcaster, right? Yeah. But I love Isn't the it? fact that he's able to determine where he's going to go and who he's going to talk. Like he doesn't even know who he's going to talk to, right? He just shows up in this dimension yeah it's it's interesting it's like he goes through his little computer and he picks different worlds very similar right. to rick and morty where you like mm-hmm. they have their different dimensions and but then it's like he picks an like an avatar and then that's who he like goes to or is As. and and uh yeah it's yeah. just it's such a trip it is you know? it is such a trip so yeah and you kind of have to pay attention so like in right in uh in comparison like so obviously visually there's a lot going on but yeah. then um cognitively there's they're actually he's having they're having like real conversation like it's not, not even like, just not even real like super deep like super yeah, like layered genuine like opinion based like, conversation exactly based on facts and information and let me just say i was I learned a lot in both one and two. <laughs> and two is so funny because I feel like they went from, all right, first we're dealing with the physical. We're talking about drugs and how they um, can be used to actually help or hinder your life. And I love the fact that Dr. Drew, who was the president, kept underscoring drop Dr. Drew Pinsky, for those of you who are not never saw like Dr. Drew shows, because he's great. I think he's great. Um <laughs> yeah, right. I think he's he's really I like his even keel no matter what. But I do love the fact that while he was talking, there were so many things that I was being made aware. And I love like I was about to go to. I love that he underscores <laughs> I'm sorry, you know, I'm all over the place. Good. No, I'm like I, the freaking show. The there's a lot to cover. It's, we're in a mindset yeah, it's right weird. now. <laughs> exactly. So I'm just like, blah, 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 blah. but um, yeah, I love the fact that the president played by Dr. Drew is underscoring every chance he gets that drugs are not bad. Situations are bad and, or not oh, even yeah. bad. Like, like cla- I'm trying to look at my notes. I'm sorry. Uh, da, 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 da. He just keeps underscoring that it's not about the drugs so much as it's about the person. I mean, there's just so many variables. It's like, about the... Uh, he said it's you're right he, he said, said it, it like, like a million it's not times the drug, it's the circumstances circumstances there we go it's the circumstances right so who the person is like before they take the drug their total like physical body weight and their mindset and their um ability to absorb the drug this way as opposed to that way like it was a lot that i learned about that and i think what made it really dope for me was that it was very open even though he's a clinical physician and I guess that's why he was more open to it. But I love that he just kept making it be like, listen, we don't have to not normalize drugs. They're drugs and they're okay. But they just have to be, you have to totally understand what's happening to you when you're taking them and who's taking them. Think about it. Like if I smoke two blunts and the guy next to me haven't smoked in two years and he smokes two blunts, he's done. It's a wrap for him. You know what I mean? He's in the corner yeah, exactly. staring out the wall. Like I feel good, but. Whoa. you know whereas i'm just like what's the problem let's go let's drive let's, you know whatever <laughs> so it's just a different scenario and i love that he kept i'm just, I'm just saying like i love that he kept underscoring that right? uh-huh. making it come, like let me make sure you understand this and don't you love that even um clancy is his name yeah, right? the main clancy. character the podcaster 
he just kept um he, the story that he told he's like yeah because this one time i did some drugs and then i didn't feel anything and then i did some more yeah classic right people don't feel anything then they do some more so there was no yeah, judgment it was like <laughs> it's so cool it's like, he's like then i drank and he was like oh that's how you die that's it brother that's how you go down. He's like, I know. Like, I, I woke up in the morning and I was alive, and obviously I was grateful. But all I could think was that was a lot of stuff going on. Like, it was. I love the conversation. That's, yeah, that's what it draws was. Me in. It was very, um, especially in episode one. The conversation was very. It was like I said, it was very real, and it's very, mm -hmm. and it's like it's it like the way I feel. It's like obviously it's a script. I mean, it's a scripted show, but it almost feels like they had this podcast and like recorded it and then went into the animation later can i tell like, you that's exactly what i was thinking like I, that's I, what it feels like i was wrestling and, with that mm -hmm. please i'm so sorry us. i keep cutting you off no because well, they give a, they give you a script right when you when you do voiceovers i do voiceovers um and i've been blessed enough to be able to do animation because it is a hard niche to crack from what i understand um it is a script given and you can ad lib a little bit depending on what the writers and the directors feel comfortable with but this you're right it was a full-on conversation because there would be like little hiccups or they could have read the script and like maybe had to redo the line but they chose to use the original line of of screw up or hesitation or whatever would not be normally used. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. 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 And I well, love like, that. That that made it so much more conversational. Well, and it's kind of it also like you we kind of were when we were chatting about it before we started filming, you said that like oh, they're having this conversation, but they're running from zombies. They're like have machine guns. They're going <laughs> right. to the air balloon. This they go to the mall and that woman is, has a baby. Like right. but they're not but their conversation like on stays on the same level. And it never just, ever goes up and or it's down. Like, it's just like, and they're not reacting to their environment in how you would normally like it's it's literally the episode was a zombie apocalypse, and they're not reacting to it in a zombie apocalypse. Like they're having this conversation. And, and they're just, doing what needs to be done in order to fight the zombies. But if, as I recall, there was only one time that I can remember that Dr. Drew or the president. The uh -huh. little president even reacted. He was just like, die, die, zombies, when he had that machine gun and he was on his back. And that was like the only time that he even made mention of his circumstances. He's just like, yeah, the zombies are coming. We should probably get out of here. Everything was so even keel. I loved it. It was so ridiculous. What the one hell thing, was that eating the White House? What was that? That big monster thing? I yes. That and they were able to break through his teeth because remember he stomped like he chomped down right in front of them at one point and they just blew right through the teeth. <laughs> I was like, okay. I, I one think thing, I get it. One thing I love when animators do is when they they like intentionally put in the character like doing something like wrong. Yeah. Where it's like there was one point where they were like about they were going to like the into the forest I think and the guy the little president he trips like he yeah. trips on nothing he's like oh and like falls off screen it's like that was so unnecessary but like it was it like keeps you in it as like it's such a right. real thing happening because like right. in everyday life people they stumble Trip or and they, they fall little, they hit their hip on the counter and it was just like he's a cartoon character you didn't have to have him get do that but out of randomly. He tripped on like a stick or something. I just it doesn't get so better funny. than that. Exactly, because it's so ridiculous to begin with for them to have like these teeny tiny slivers of reality or relatability 
was just so cool. And I think you're right. That's probably what their reasoning was. Like, let's just make sure that they're still engaged. Because at this point, we have gone completely off our rocker. Every color in the rainbow has been represented. Every possible <laughs> ooey gooey moment. Like, it was just ridiculous. And the fact that they were bitten and then got cured and then bitten again and died. Yeah. And I was just like, what is happening? And they got bitten. They were like, oh, the cure to like this prison of life is being a zombie yeah. this is amazing and, right? then, and then they had a kumbaya they had a total zombie kumbaya that's what took them out right they're holding hands they're singing along they're like this is awesome who knew it was trippy but the information the content the script the whatever you want to call it the conversation and again i think you're you're probably right i think it, that sounds more realistic that they had a podcast they recorded well, obviously. They well, I don't know if that's how they did it, but that's I just, don't either. But the, that sounds the way more it's put together is just like because. Oh, so here's my little. I guess my what I have to admit to you. I'm yeah. not a big podcast person. Like that's okay. they're. I've never been really into podcasts. I've listened to, like actively listened to yeah. two podcasts in my life. One of which is a musical improv podcast. <laughs> I love it. So it's like not really like talking. It's like a little right. musical in my car. And right. then the second one is Chelsea Handler's book tour, just because I'm obsessed. Really? With and those are the and that one's done because her book tour's over. So yeah. like, those are the only two podcasts I've ever listened to because I find them boring. <laughs> Do you? And there were and though they, in both these episodes, the content that our character though they're going through crazy scenarios, they're what they're saying was very enlightening and it interesting. Was. It's just it reminded me so much of like when my friends why like, you don't it's why it's why I don't I'm like oh because like I don't need to listen to this conversation like I don't care yeah like, I I wasn't there I'm not part of it and I mean I guess you it really has to be like a topic that I'm really drawn to so I, that's just my thing yeah it's no like, I got you and like almost I need this crazy visual that the show's giving us for me to stay, to bring you in to bring me in. Yes, I get that. But you have to admit, the content was pretty incredibly driven. Like, it, it, yeah, it, was, it was still good. good. I'm, not, and, gonna, and I'm be, not, yeah. I'm yeah, ready. no, I was just going to say, even though the information, I know we're so excited. Oh my God, we got to get to it. God, I'm such a nut job. Um, even though the information was super like clinical, I guess you could say, it, it went together yeah. so well. I totally think you're right. Like the more I think about it, I think that they said we're going to do it podcast style so that there won't you won't be react. And let's be very clear. Most of the time, like it's a treat if you're on a show and your other actors are in the room with you. Nine times mm -hmm. out of 10, you're by yourself. So you have to create and conjure up those reactions to the other person that you're having yeah. a conversation with or that you're in the scene with. So it seems so like um, seamless. They seem so like genuinely talking to each other that I think they did do it podcast style or like maybe they recorded it without even seeing what was going on. Because how do you keep from as an actor knowing what's about to happen? Because we're actors, right? So at the beginning when they put, you know, the director's notes and all that stuff and they're just like, and the, the uh, zombie now bites your head off. How do you not be reactionary to that? Do you know what I mean? So I yeah. think that you're right. Like they probably did it off screen or did it in a different scenario. And even though the script is ridiculous for the big guy, like the president pretty much sticks to his, this is what's happening. And I'm going to tell you that. Da, 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 da. And the other guy is just like, yeah, because I, there were times where he was, Clancy was a little, um, 
He was always lucid. What's the word I'm looking for? He was just very, he was a little iggly giggly. Is that, is that well, a word? No, no, no. I see what, he's just very aloof. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Um, but here's the thing, and I noticed that too, but it's like he can go into these worlds of a post-apocalyptic zombie thing, or he can yeah. go into the whatever freaking with the deer and the meat factory. We'll get into that in a second. I was about to say, yeah, we got we to gotta talk about that one. But Clancy has the luxury. He can pull the trigger at any moment and just yeah. go back to his regular life. So he doesn't like, literally the stakes aren't very high for him. And even when he's in the process of dying, he can still just be like, oh, well, I'm done. Got the information I needed. And he takes off and he's back in his um, own little trailer or whatever. That's a good point. So that his reactions or his um, cadence, even like how his voice goes up, his inflections, all of that, he would remain cool, right? Because no matter what happens to him, he knows he's good. It's almost like being in a video game with a thousand and trillion lives. You already know you're going to come right back. You yeah, literally, I, I like you beat that. me to it. I was to say like, it's just, <laughs> yeah. there's no, the, there's no, the stakes are, like I said, there's no stakes. It's just like, oh, okay, well, this, we'll, we'll see in the future. We'll see what happens. But like, you can literally, oh, this isn't working out. Deuces. Different, exactly. I'll go to a different, Exa- I'll go to a different, first I'll go home because I have first to upload this, right? I have to yeah. upload the, the content. So let's get back to the house first so I can do what I need to do. Make a cup of coffee, chill, maybe even take a nap. Then I'll decide whether or not I want to go off on another adventure. But the bottom line is I'm going to be here regardless of who I interview or what <laughs> realm I go to or any of that. So I thought that was pretty cute. I really enjoyed that. Me, Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's like I, it's all it's you say is it's, it's a trip. It's a trip. Yeah, it so is. So then, tell me how you feel about because episode two. I mean, they both were nutty, but episode two was like was I feel like a little bit of a different. I mean, it's a different part of the multiverse that he is right. apparently able to go through. And um, he starts off with like his he's Clowns. listening. He's listening to something. I don't know what he, I guess the radio or a podcast. Yes, before. he has his own and, radio station. That's like a universal radio station. Cause doesn't it just be it like, was, Hey, it's KRS, whatever, whatever. Yeah. In the universe. And so he, and what I thought was interesting, and I don't know if it was even relevant for the rest of the episode, but in the beginning, the announcer is like, Oh, like be careful when you download a random uh, keyboard application. Yes. Because sometimes they're bugged or have a wire. Viruses. Viruses. And then, like, literally two times later, he's talking to his computer at home, and he's like, oh, I'm just downloading this new emoji keyboard. And then his computer goes nuts, and he just unplugs it, and then goes on to... Right, he just reboots it, and everything is everything. I don't know what the point of that was, either. I don't really see the significance of it. Yeah, now that we're talking about it, maybe it'll... Like, because then we turned it back on, the computer had, like, a weird attitude. So maybe maybe it will come up again in the next episodes. Yeah. But um but in general but I want to talk more about the multiverse he goes into with the deer dogs and what you thought about that. Oh, de- let me just say this. <laughs> I learned quite a bit in the first show. So my ears were peeled cuz I was like this is such good information and it's so like fluid and non-judgmental. There's nothing Dr. Drew is just like, yeah, those freaking drug addicts, they're just off the chain because they don't know how to stop or what it was nothing like that it was more like this is what happens and drugs aren't bad people aren't necessarily bad this is just the circumstances in which they both collide and this is what happens as a result of that collision this episode however please somebody pinch me like this is my life you don't understand no cody cody yeah i, no, like I, I, I need like to I've, i want to hear <laughs> okay so 
I was, I remember talking to an ex-boyfriend one time and we were just, I don't even know how we got on the subject matter, talking about religion and spirituality and stuff. And I was just like, yeah, cause I remember I couldn't have been older than nine. And I used to get myself up on Sunday mornings and like walk around the corner to church. And then I ended up joining the church and becoming a, a um, usher and like getting on the board and doing all this stuff and getting baptized. And he was like, wait, wait you were how old? And I was like, I was nine. And he was just like, and I was like, oh, I never thought about that. So I say all that to say that I guess grasping or looking for a higher power or a divinity or the universe to show me something, knowing that there was something greater than myself began early. But like the part of the journey that I'm on now was exactly what they were talking about. I mean, obviously I have a long way to go for, I mean, there is no I don't know about Nirvana. I ain't that bad about it, but you know what I mean? But I, it's not going to stop me from trying to achieve it, you know? And I have been reading, reading my Buddhism books. Like once I learned that their teachings and they don't have to be a religion per se, you just kind of chalk them onto whatever. So you can be a Jew, you can be a whatever, you can be an atheist and still believe that you need to be kind to people, you know? Yeah. And so, oh my gosh, it was just so dope to watch that part. Cause I was intensely like, like literally just, Jotting down notes like, oh my, this is it. Like exactly what Anne was saying. Annie was the uh, dog <laughs> deer's name or whatever, right? And Annie was just like, yeah, once you accept that death is inevitable, then it becomes like, you know, it is no longer a lie in life. She said lies of the ego because that's what you do when yeah, you reach a certain plateau. That's what you're doing. You're minimizing your ego. You're not allowing that to drive your choices and your decisions about yourself, about other people, about circumstances. You don't know. I was living. Okay. I live. I was like, oh, this is so dope. And like this discussion about death and how it doesn't have to be this scary thing and knowing that you're transitioning. And what what was that? As they're dying, this whole thing, yeah! they're going, they're both, they're getting like tranquilized the and then like ground up and like but they're still still out here they're still alive enough to talk about it and once again they never deviate from their same monotone discussion like, yeah don't even yeah. like oh we're getting ground up like oh, oh no just get, was, please continue like, right and they never in any show that we've seen thus far they don't acknowledge their surroundings like we said about the zombies mm -hmm. you know what i mean they don't talk about what's happening they simply stay on topic and i think that's so dope especially since they kept like just making it way too trippy like they're going literally through tubes and then the clowns get killed and who kills the clowns and all and this crazy there, stuff there was like this mosquito rebellion happening they're planting bombs yes like, I'm, with so this much one, i'm glad you were on. really i'm glad you paid a lot of attention to the conversation that was being had yeah. because i actually with the them going through these tubes i started like going to this like mindset of like what does this symbolize what does it mean like they're going through these pipes and they're like in like right. a meat like fountain grinder like, like what is this going like what is the mosquito i, I mean i was like trying to, to define everything right trying to make it make sense I think if we had to define it, it would correlate with the topic this time around because, and maybe the zombies were indicative of like drug people on drugs that can't like kick the habit or something. And then, well, then they, cause they get bit and then all of a sudden they're all euphoric. Yes, maybe, right? <laughs> I think that might be it. I think we just might've cracked the code. We're onto something. We're onto something because the second one, like you're saying, like it, it, it was relevant to me, I think, because that's what happens when you go on this journey and you literally commit yourself to it, baby. It is draining. Like when he was discovering, when he was um, describing mindfulness, 
the I've done this twice since I've stumbled upon what it actually means to be mindful because it sounds cute. And you think that that means just, just like sit still and be mindful of your breathing and what's around you and what you hear and yada, yada. But it's deeper than that. When you literally place it into your psyche and make that all about that, it's divine, but it is draining. Like I'll give you an example. One day I was headed out to work. So I'm in the shower. I'm just like, thank God I have soap to clean myself. And thank God I have all my limbs that work that I'm able to now step out of the shower. And thank God I have all my teeth while I'm brushing. And thank God I have money to buy toothpaste. And thank goodness that I am alive and that I'm walking to my car, the car that takes me to work, the job that I um, don't necessarily love, but pays mm -hmm. me well. I just, you know what I mean? It's lit and it is draining, but it's so dope because it blocks. You can't be grateful and angry or bitter or anything negative at the same time. They totally canceled themselves out. So being yeah. able to like dive into that kind of mentality and literally allow yourself to only ingest thoughts of gratefulness and happiness and joy. And it is amazing. Like, it, can you imagine at the end of like an hour, you're just like, oh, okay, I'm gonna give myself a break. I'll come back to this in an hour, but you're euphoric. You're literally like, Oh, because everything around you, you're able to see the silver lining. You're able to see the good. The ego is not present at all because yeah. the ego is simply you fighting against your own things that you've been taught and beating the head with the Oh, and the one word that I wrote down, I wrote it down before she said it. And when she said it, you know, I was in this bitch about to lose it. Like, oh, I bet. This is, I get it. I get it. Surrender. One okay. of my favorite words ever because she described surrender she was like i definitely did it with all the bitterness i could muster i will not forget that line because it's so very true you don't go into surrender like oh please just you know it's more like i hate this person but i'm going to pray for them and that is a bitter pill to swallow but i know that it's for my good this has nothing to do with them they'll never find out if i prayed or not because i hate them but i know that if i do this prayer and i just eventually you will start to mean it. Like initially you're just like, I'm doing this for my greater good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like F them. But then like yeah. a month later, you realize that you've been doing it so consistently. You don't even think about it. Not only do you pray for them, but you actually mean it. The realness of that blows my mind, yo. So ego, I wrote down. Death, obviously they talked a great deal about death. Um, truth is a paradox. I wrote that too. You know, you can kind of go into the truth of thinking that something is what it is without knowing the whole essential part of it. It's just very complex. And I, I was here for it, obviously. I stand. I <laughs> love it every minute of that shit. I really was. So yeah, I love the show <laughs> to me. Yeah, I, I mean, I if, like, clearly. It's um, it's good. And it's like short enough that it's like, it, like it, you're just like, it ends. You're like- Bite size. Okay, let's do another one. Like- Right. It's- um. Yeah, because like I mean, we we've been the shows we've been working on lately. We have like forty five minutes, thirty seven minutes, yeah. so it's like an hour. So right. now it's like we're getting some like, and it's like a little more lighthearted. Well, not necessarily lighthearted, mm -hmm. but a little more whimsical. So it's um, these are fun, and I'm enjoying it. Um, are you know? I don't know about you. So this is one thing, and I want to ask you if you're noticing anything similar. But whenever he comes, granted, I don't know if you've gone ahead yet, but I've only watched the first episodes. Yeah, me and no, just one and two. Okay, and so. Whenever he comes back from his whatever planet he goes to, like he gets like souvenirs. Yeah, so, he has to to kind of. I think he needs something physical for some reason to like kind of put it in the computer or put it beside the computer, and well, then. Go ahead. 
Well, I don't know if this. We'll see what happens in the next episodes. But mm. the first in the in both episodes we've seen, he brings back shoes. They're mm. he brings back a pair of those like I guess you I don't know like the I I would call like like acidy Nikes. I was, the oh, the episode. first show, yes. Oh, they were like Michael Jordans to like the hundredth yeah. power. Yeah. And then in the second one, he brings back these like crazy glass green heels that the meat monster wears at the end. Right. But then he also brings back, like in the first episode, he brought back the dog came with him. Yeah. So he has that little white, that weird uh, multi-dimensional dog. And right. then in the second one, one of those little clown babies was in, was in was in his possession as well. So it was I'm in really... his belly. He coughed it out. Remember. <laughs> yep, he burped that thing right on out of him and threw it right into the dog's <laughs> belly slash universe and was like, I'm yeah. cool with you. I'm cool on you. So yeah. it's so I was wondering if there's any maybe anything Symbol- other symbolism? Something symbolism or just like the thematic or just any thoughts on that. Cause it's just it's it is interesting. interesting. It is. And I'm wondering, and I, have I, been- I don't yeah, I'm sorry. I'm like trying to I'm like asking <laughs> questions and then try and then like going down my own like question so please yeah you're fine you're fine it's a very weird show so it's almost like we're in uncharted territory as to how to like grasp what's happening um (laughs) which is fun right i'm glad nobody has set this up for us we paid our own way oh yeah Um, trailblazers yeah exactly um yeah so i don't know what the theme or the symbol is i don't know why my nose is just i'm sorry i don't know what it is yet but I'm sure there's something that's going to, just like we kind of discovered, shall we, should we venture to say, or we, we <laughs> might be onto something with, you know, the symbolism of the zombies with the drugs and the this with the that and the, yeah. So maybe that has something to do. I don't know. I'm not going to even try to guess, but I do, I definitely did notice that the shoes was a thing, but just for the record, when he got out of like that white blubbery thing of my Bobby, you know, because he go. That's where he puts his head in, right? He pushes oh, the, where he the, wants to like go. that weird vagina. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, whatever the heck that I, is. It looks. It looks I'm weird. No expert, but. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cute. I, are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> oh, honey, I'm sure. <laughs> well oh. had you put your face in a place one of these days you would have a better assessment oh my gosh he says i am no expert let's be clear about that okay it doesn't interest me love it that is priceless okay so yeah the vagina we can call it that if you like i don't know the big white rubbery be, thing with the even slit in the, even yeah. in the previews i was like right like what me. is that <laughs> yeah but i i would I, yeah when he comes out of that though he has uh-huh. like a super, remember the first time he had like all that stuff in his hands, which maybe were like body parts from the zombie situation. And then he like put that on top of the computer, physically on top of the computer, took his so- shoes off, put those on the stairs and went upstairs to his like little cot situation or whatever that is, a hammock. The okay. second time the shoes came out with him and then he used oh, the yeah. shoes and put them on top of the computer again. There's and like a then, little shoe shelf. <laughs> yeah, like a shoe shelf. And then, yeah, I guess the shoes were the set. But then he burped up the 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 um the um clown, clown. and threw him away. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I, we have to, no, right? It's like we still have to, we have to like see more episodes to kind of like get what's happening. Yes, exactly. Like, and who knows? It could be as simple as like maybe the the um illustrator maybe just like. 
like shoes. Like there are people who are all about their Nikes, their Jordans, their sweetie. Their I have over seventy pairs so. of shoes. <laughs> so you got it. Seven <laughs> zero. Yeah, I have a lot of shoes. So and I that, get it. it may be as simple as that, or who knows? Yeah. Maybe they'll be like these shoes. Maybe come in some other show up in some other facet of the show we'll see maybe i do like the idea that he collects shoes for the reason that i do because <laughs> they i love shoes they're always makes me happy um but it probably has a deeper meaning than that but i definitely i mean every i have to say i learned so much and even on the things that i already knew it was mm -hmm. different it was still like a perspective that added clarity to what i know which yeah. is always a good thing, right? Like we're supposed to always be growing and evolving. And in my personal growth, like my end game is just to leave this earth better than I came in and to become the best version of myself. And plus, let's be very clear, that shit is hard, okay? Even when you can recount like being nine years old, going to church and you know, seeing the God in people and trying to be a better person. I guess that's where I was going with it at that age. But let's be very glad, like, it's still a hard to bite your tongue, to be a person of your word, to, I mean, there's just so many, I'm not even talking about like 12 commandments. I'm not even talking about like Buddhist teachings. I'm just talking about being a genuinely consistent, good person. That is yeah. very challenging you know and so i really really enjoy these perspectives on both you know some all something outside of yourself that that uh gives like a mood alteration or changes your perception of life and something that changes your perspective of life but has no it's not a physical it's not tangible in any way it's literally the peace and the joy and the love that you have within yourself that radiates and becomes a greater and more mindful situation. I just think it's really dope. I really do. Like I, that is, I mean, that is without question. If it were a tangible thing, if it were like a drug, I would just be big chunks of it every day. I would just OD off of that shit. Cause it's the oh, best yeah. feeling. There's nothing more rewarding than knowing that you are doing the very best that you can like for yourself obviously but knowing that that is going to reap the benefits of being like good to other people and when did you change backgrounds what a cute apartment you got freaking oh. plants <laughs> everywhere i love it well in our other shows i sit i in my other spot because the light from my windows come in so it yes light, but now it's like it's not like that in that same yeah, spot, it's dark it's, outside time so i would literally before we set up i was like I, I almost was gonna sit on the couch. I was like, nah, like it's not gonna work. So now I'm like, but I got plants everywhere, dude. Like I'm, I love that. Y'all are plant crazy. That's my little baby over there. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love that. Cause then that what is it? I sound so ignorant. It gives off not H two O. You know oh, what so, I mean? Uh, they breathe in our our C our CO two. Okay, no. there we go. Oh no, 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 no the no. other We're, way around. You know what? This isn't a science. This isn't a science forum. Let's talk. I'm sorry. I, you know how I get. I'm so ADD. The Shiny the plants squirrel. The, sorry. Oh yeah, the plants take in our carbon dioxide. There we go. And then they uh, they clean the air. And I my air is very clean. There's lots of plants. Yeah. One day I'll give you a tour. One day. Okay, but, um, I look forward to it. Okay, but anyway, the shows. <laughs> yes, I wanted, so we have a few more to watch. I want to yeah. know, do you, I mean, granted, I mean, I know I'm still trying to like kind of get my Keeps thumb on together. what exactly is happening, but yeah. I was just wondering if you had any, what do you, like, let's just do predictions. Like, what do you think like may, is to come? 
of this. Seriously? Do you think it's possible for this? It's so loopy. I have no idea where they're going to land I know, right? on this. I mean, maybe like gun control. I just keep trying to think of like what's a major. Oh, like topics. Okay, yeah. Yeah, top, yeah, yeah. I mean, because anything. what, anything. Okay, so I am going to predict a topic of gun control. I don't know why. It's controversial. That's why I think I probably gravitated toward that. We're definitely split down the middle as Americans about who believes that machine gun rifles should be sold to children and who shouldn't. Okay, right? But I think that would be a great topic for them to tackle. So that would be interesting to see. And especially to learn like what universe they put him in in order. Because here's the thing. The universe that he chooses nine times out of 10 is not indicative of the topic matter or the topic, the subject matter or the situation. Like he went to DC and it's a bunch of zombies. Yeah. And then his, and even his computer is like, oh, error we can't go to this world because everyone died right (laughs) they're dying he's like and i'm dying like don't be stupid and i think they're going to probably address that too like i see a lot of little easter eggs don't you he's like you're not dying you're a computer and he doesn't even answer him i think they're going to come back to that yeah there's something i'm dying that's what i just told you you need to pay attention yeah i feel that like it with my prediction i feel like there's like that's why i kind of was saying during episode one i was like trying to like really get every little thing that was happening right with stuff like this, usually the like progression is very subtle. Mm-hmm. Like um, my like I was this before we started watching. I described it as like I feel like it's like Rick and Morty because it has that nuttiness to it. Yeah, but it's very similar to, like Adventure Time. I don't know if you're familiar. Where um, it's just like it's kind of like just the progression of like what's happening is very like like you have just like oh that character is now in a different place or oh that 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 city is now gone and now but they used to do this it's so it's like it's very interesting and i also like um so but my prediction i feel like something's gonna happen where the multiverse is going Mm -hmm. to like kind of come through with him and like because he's already bringing stuff back from his journeys so i feel like that's gonna somehow either it's just i don't know if it's good or bad it's just gonna like it's gonna cause a, a twist in the like plot, a blip in the universe or whatever yeah. like i think don't you think it's interesting the drawings i tried to take it all in where he's literally he lives in a trailer right <laughs> or like a tiny house yeah know, something like whatever that. you want to call it and he's out front most of the time just listening to the radio playing with his dog you know just being a regular old person but then they do like the po his pov and like flip the camera to see what he's looking at and it is trippy even in that area right like yeah there's so trees maybe he's and land part, that I goes mean, like this and then there's the there's no highway but like the street kind of does something weird and it's all very so weird i wonder if maybe he is part i mean obviously he can go to these verses he's part of the multiverse maybe people right. can visit whatever contraption other verses have can come to his world yeah. through their own portals so there's so much there's so much potential there's so much right, right to see where episodes. this goes let me just say this because i did make a footnote normally when i watch um any animation because i'm a voiceover actor i get in my feelings and just be like this is what i'm talking about it's us against it like they don't i don't remember having gotten an audition for this from my agent maybe I did maybe I didn't I don't remember the point I guess I'm making is I usually get like in my feelings and make it all about me because I'm a drama queen and just be like (laughs) they don't even give us these auditions because oftentimes especially with like big name things or projects they give it away to to a to 
A-list actors, right? And us as voiceover actors that work really hard on our craft, take classes, train for years, do all kinds of workouts and stuff. We really get in our feelings about it because it's like we didn't even get the opportunity to see whether or not we could make the cut. You gave it to this person who's great on screen, but that doesn't always translate into great voice acting. I have a plethora of names that I could recall right now, but I ain't trying to make no enemies. My point is that that's usually how it goes, but I have to say this. When I went to IMDb to make sure that I had like the names right and stuff, because I couldn't recall his name was Clancy, I oh, saw yeah. the um, the cast and the only names that I recognized were Dr. Drew. And I was so happy about that. <laughs> granted, I didn't get a role on this show. As I said, I don't even know if I auditioned, but I see that these are regular boys. I mean, I you know what? I'll take that back. I recognize them as being in the VO world. You know uh -huh. what I mean? But they're not like A-list actors. They're not people that we've seen on screen a million trillion times. Like, I love that. So I'm like, okay. So nice we're getting hired. Cast. Exactly. <laughs> These are people that clearly do what they do for a living. They're good at it. They deserve to be here. But they didn't just like hand people roles that weren't necessarily deserving. And that always makes me feel good. So I was yeah. like, okay, it wasn't me. So whatever. But at least it's people that are in my community that deserve these roles because they work hard to get them, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I totally get it. Yeah. Um, Kitty, I'm excited. We are like, I'm like, you, it's what I'm loving is that first of all, I like the show and yeah. I do you. And what I'm also seeing now is that you and I were catching different things. So it's like, we're, yes. we, and so we can talk about like feed what off we're each seeing. Other. So, yeah, we exactly. can feel I'm really, so I'm, I'm super excited to watch more. How many more do we have? On, I think six more. I think there's okay. eight episodes total. So cool, um, cool, cool. I'm excited. This is cool. As am I. Um, right? Uh, and before we get, before we sign off, Kitty, uh, please tell our viewers where they can find you, girl. Of course. My name is Kitty Kaboom, K-I-T-T-I-E-K-A-B-O-O-M. Find me on Instagram under that uh, moniker. And on Twitter, I'm Kitty Meow. So check yeah. Out. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm Cody Epperson. You can find me on Instagram as Cody Epp, C-O-D-Y-Y-E-P-P, -P, and Twitter, Cody underscore Epp. Um, <gasps> thank y'all so much for watching, and uh, come check us out soon. We're going to do episodes three and four ASAP. And maybe next time, if we have the time, we could do a news and special segment, too, because I could see how a special yes. segment might oh, be yeah. very fun for the show. Just Absolutely. A we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Y'all don't put no vested interest into it. We'll see. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks so guys. much, Cody. Bye. Thank you, girl. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.